Hey, Dan. Hey. Hey, we told the listeners we'd be back, and here we are. We are only as good as our word, James. And uh, I'll tell you what, in these political climes, oh, that's uh, that's something that uh, you don't you don't see very often, is it? I mean, imagine if everyone kept their word, oh, the American election would be a lot simpler, that's for sure. We wouldn't be in this bloody mess, would we? Exactly. It's uh, Compact Dicks, where you, the listener, get to choose your worst people and things to be stuck on an island with. People have gotten in touch in their... Droves is the thing, isn't droves, it? So yeah. In their droves, but I don't know how many how how many you need for a drove. Yeah. I mean, look, we're we're doing a podcast on the internet. I mean, we could we could say whatever the fuck we want, really, can't we? Like thousands of you got in touch, uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, we only have so much time. We'd love to read yeah. all of them out, but uh, we'll be here until the next next American president is announced. If we were to yeah. do that, <laughs> whoa, topical. Let's get into it. Yeah. Um, okay, I- I'm going to go first. Okay, go, please. Jeanette Williams, hi Jeanette, has gotten in touch to say, my worst film imaginable is The Railway Children. Mm. There is a secret about why the dad is in prison. Mm. In normal families, secrets become toxic, but in this film, the three kids are goody two-shoes who never squabble, tell lies, or act out in any way. The mother is a virtuous martyr who makes ends meet by writing novels all night. She is never tired and never grumpy and never hits the gin. Mm. Then the children attract an old man by waving their underwear at him. The old man <laughs> then gets the dad out of prison, but it is never explained why. The film ends with a nauseously sickening scene with Jenny... Ag- uh, Jenny Agatha. Jenny Agata, who must have, who must be 35, running along a platform, gabbling like a five-year-old when she sees her dad. It is set in the olden days when we know life was shit, yet in the film everything is lovely. There we go. They just don't like. They just don't like how uh, unrealistic it is. It's. I haven't seen it, but it's weird that like they chose to have a dad in prison. Do you know what I mean? Like rather than. Because you think, like, for those, they could have just said he was he was killed on business or away with the war or something. Do you know mm. what I mean? Because as soon as he's in prison, you're like, well, you've done something. You, you know, yeah. like, if one of your family members is in prison, but the backdrop is like a sort of um, totalitarian regime, you're like, okay, he probably didn't do anything wrong. He probably just, like, didn't salute mm. the flag enough and he got bundled away and disappeared. But if it's just set in England, you're like, well, he probably did something, mate. What's your game? It- yeah, like what the he- what happened there, and also the strangeness of just like them meeting a random bloke, and then that be that bloke being able to get them out, of- get him out of prison. Mm. Why? Yeah, that's just mental. All right, thanks, Jeanette. That's great. Fair enough. Okay, I have one here, and it's from Ryan. Uh, Ryan says, as a gay man, there is always pressure to subscribe to certain gay stereotypes, and I guess mm. I do subscribe to some. But one I just can't do is the Spice Girls, in particular Jerry Halliwell. Not only is she so gauche and sickly insincere, constantly seeking fame by usually copying other stars, for example writing children's books after Madonna did it, but I can't handle all these Spice Boys who adore her when it was her who ruined the Spice Girls. She left, pursued her own solo career, and the Spice Girls called it a day soon after. And now it's her who, every other year, tries to encourage a reunion tour. She really is that person. How utterly selfish and self-indulgent can one person be? 
destroy something, then try and create glory for yourself by being the one to recreate it, and all the Spice Boys are up her ass. No. Fuck off, Jerry. Wow. That is really good. Mm. That, was, that is so, it's like the reasoning is so solid. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? I like that he sort of says he can't really get on board by, with the Spice Girls, but then is also really angry about her sort of breaking it up as well. <laughs> I think there's like more to this that isn't in that story, maybe. But uh, yeah. yeah, that is. I never noticed that. I never, I never put two and two together. So she broke up the Spice Girls, and she is the figurehead for put, putting them back together on a yearly basis. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't stand the Spice Girls, so I find it. I never really, I don't really know what's going on with all of them. But um, what I find interesting about Jerry is that she's married to Christian Horner who is the head of the uh, Red Bull Formula One race team. And mm. I think he left his wife and a very young baby to be with Jerry. So you're like, that's... I mean, that doesn't paint him well. Anyway, the point is, look, I think she seems just like a proper pain in the ass. Yeah, OK. I think justified choice, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Dan, I've got a really interesting one here mm-hmm. uh, sent in from Jess. Just okay. Jess. This is the second time this has happened in only mm. six episodes of Compact Dicks. But this person has picked Danny Mingus. Mm. Danny Mingus is a TV, Scottish TV presenter who has previously been on Desert Island Dicks. Yeah. And Jess goes on to say, I loved her episode of the podcast and I agreed with so many of her choices. I 100% have misophobia. That's the thing where you... Um you can't stand the sound of other people eating and stuff like that, isn't it? Like mouth noises. Yes, it gives you. Yeah, it makes you. It's a. It, yeah, it's a proper phobia. Um, she goes on to say, "Thanks for giving it a name. The pure anger I feel uh, is somewhat justified now. I'm also a vegetarian, and I fucking hate that Jet Two song. I was halfway through the episode, and I'd googled her, followed her Instagram, and came to the conclusion that she was my cup of tea. Great. And then." The food and drink choices. Why, Danny, why? Cheese and white wine are two of the best things in the world. How dare you put them on the island? Now I get why she put cheese on the island, because she is an addict, which I completely relate to. Unlike her, I cannot control my addiction. Nothing would annoy me more than her telling me how unhealthy it is and then stopping me from eating and drinking all of our supplies in the first hour. (laughs) Watching her have one slice of cheese, half a glass of white wine and then go for a run would make me feel physically sick. Fuck off, Danny, mate. We're all going to die anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, she's a dick because I think we could have been besties on the island, but I'd rather be passed out in a cheese and white wine coma than be lectured by... Uh, than be lectured, hun. I will admit this choice is rather petty and 90% because I'm jealous that she's able to restrain herself from buying cheese. P.S. Love the podcast. It gives me so much joy that there are so many other miserable fuckers out there like me (laughs) yeah well you know it's a it's a fair thing i mean the good thing is if she's stuck on the island with danny they're gonna disagree with the wine and cheese thing but essentially they do both love cheese i can't remember Mm. did danny not like wine i can't remember she didn't like white white wine i think yeah okay so that's all right she just does that i mean at least like they do she does like the cheese they're not going to argue about that it's just sort of saying I love it so much I can't have anywhere have it anywhere near me or I'll only eat mm, it. Yes. But yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 
yeah. These are the risks we run. I mean, if uh, most weeks they someone picks something that I actually quite enjoy, so you know. I oh, know. Yeah, it's <laughs> nature a of the it beast. Is, it is a challenge. Yeah, suck it up, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, um, before we get into another one, Dan. Yeah. Um, because it was so successful last week, my dad has sent us another um, few recommendations for the podcast. What do you think about that? I think that I would love to hear them. Yeah, okay. Well, here he is. This is my dad, John Deacon, um, with a few suggestions. Hi, James and Dan. Well, here we go again, lads. Yet another lockdown. At least the listeners can brighten up their days by listening to some classic dicks. Right, first up, I recommend the brilliant Miles Chapman and Marco Sullivan, writers, producers and stars of the very funny Channel 4 comedy series, Lee and Dean. <laughs> Among their choices of Yoko Onu and a bloke down the pub, very funny, um, they also chose, in my opinion, one of the best food choices, which was a Musco meal. And if anybody can come up with a term an annoying smorgasbord of nonsense, in my opinion, it's well worth a listen. That's a great episode, by the way. Next up, we have the author of um, some uh, of the uh, curious history of dating, and that is Nikki Hodgson, who's written some books on uh, th- sexual um, themes. She chose self-help guru Anthony Robbins who sells videos books and holds seminars on how to become rich and successful well just like him well I personally suggest not spending a fortune on that shit to start with she also chose the anti-feminist Mike Buchanan who she ripped to bits on Sky News and in fact that um, that segment on Sky News went viral when she actually mentioned the fact that she was a dominatrix um, so anyway that's just a brilliant episode just a couple of suggestions there um, I hope the listeners enjoy them so uh, catch you later son cheers bye and weren't those great? They were great. And you know what? It's, it's really nice hearing them because I always forget about, like, I've listened to every episode, but I still sort of forget about some of them. So it's nice that he's sort of digging in the, in the uh, back catalogue there and pulling out some gems for other people to, to remind yeah. other people. Yeah, it's good. Actually, um, the hawk-eared, eagle-eared of you uh, may have noticed a few mistakes in there. I'm almost certain that you didn't. But just in case you did, he did send me a few amendments. All right, son. Um, I don't know if you could edit this in, but uh, Miles Chapman's and DeMarco Sullivan's, it was a bloke down the market. So that's a bloke down the market, not a bloke down the pub. And um, my Yoko Ono didn't sound very good, so Yoko Ono. And those are the amendments. I'm sure that's what he meant. I'm sure that's what he meant for me to do with them. Um, and I hope that, I hope that's all right, Dad. But like he said before, there, there you know there are some great episodes. So go back and and dive into the back catalogue. And and although I'd love you to, you don't have to listen in order. You can just go back and pick anyone um, at random, and um, they're completely standalone. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing that means you have to relate to anything else. You just pick one out, pick a dick. And and shove it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Papa John. <laughs> right, I've got one here from Hannah, and uh, this is in response to something I put out last week because I wanted dicks uh, that all your friends love but you hate. So mm. all my friends seem to love Radiohead, and 
Radiohead make me feel awful and sad and make me just feel like a husk of a person if I listen to them. So um, <laughs> I've pitched for things that all your mates love but you hate. And Hannah says, Hi guys, something that all my friends are really into is bouldering slash rock climbing and I'm really not into it. My friends nag me to come along to the local bouldering wall and when I give in I have to pay £10 to go just so that I can watch them doing difficult routes. Meanwhile, I struggle to do the easy stuff and just get tired within 20 minutes. It's just an expensive way to get blisters and feel bad about yourself while your friends are busy showing off. Rock climbers could be useful on an island, climbing trees and cliffs to find food, but knowing my friends, they'd just be peak dick about it. They'd go looking for food and get distracted by a boulder and then ask everyone to come over and watch them pointlessly climb the boulder. Nice one. Now you've wasted your strength climbing a rock instead of doing anything useful. So I'm putting overly keen rock climbers on the island because they're a unique breed of dick. That is fucking good stuff. That That is is really good, isn't it? That yeah. is niche, but really, really good. I love that it got on your wick so much that you felt like sending that in. I'd tell you something, right? So I've gone bouldering before, right? And I quite like... I was always someone as a kid, I, you know, I like climbing up shit and climbing, like, trees and stuff. So I thought, oh, mm. bouldering, this will be fun. This is, like, a thing I can just get into as a grown-up. What I don't like about it, it really... It's an environment that really encourages men to take their tops off. And I don't. Yes, it is. Right? Yeah. They'll be like, most men don't have their tops on. Now, most of the men who are doing it are quite, not necessarily like well built in a gym sense, but like toned and fit. They're in great athletic. shape, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in very good shape. And I'm like, look, obviously we're all more comfortable without our top off if we're do- without our top on if we're doing exercise. But it's not the fucking point. You're in public. Put your top on, like. And there were, you know, it's like there's girls around. They, you know, they might not be comfortable wearing all their sportswear, but they're obviously they've got to wear their clothes to put yeah. your clothes on. Now there might also be women out there going, "I go bouldering," and that's one of the things I really like about it is seeing all the men with their tops off. So you know, but I just think like, you're in public. Put your fucking top on, mm. and and so just as as like a scene that encourages that, I'm out. Okay, I'm with you. Thanks, Dan. You're welcome. And thank um, you, Hannah, for sending that in. Yeah, and I like let me encourage you now to send your choices in to dickspod.com slash contact. Do go on there and send us your dick choices. Dan, I have a I have a choice that I would like to put on the island, and it's not even specifically a call out to the listeners, but something that I've noticed recently. Mm-hmm. So I took the tube yesterday and what I noticed was there's a lot of people that still aren't wearing masks. Yeah. And I just thought, like, I'd like to put all of those people on the island, unless you've got a genuine reason for not wearing a mask. I know that some people have respiratory reasons that they can't wear masks, but there were so many people that I can't imagine all of them had a good reason. And I just think, at this stage, right, we're in a fucking pandemic. Everyone needs to do their bit. And so uh, this is a call-out to everyone. It's a public service announcement. Wear a fucking mask. And I would add to that, like, if you're wearing a mask, it has to cover all the breathing holes. <laughs> Not just your mouth, you fucking idiots. Like, I know. Do, you know. do you know how breathing works? You know how like, you can still breathe when your mouth is closed? Do you know how the body does that? Put it over your nose, you dick. I know, I know. It's yes. so easy. It's like you've gone to all that. You're like, you're basically there. Like, mm. you've, like, you've gone to the shop, you've bought a mask, you've hooked it over your ears and your mouth. 
Come on, just go the last 10%. Put it over your nose, I know. You're like, the finish line is in sight. Just like, come on. Yeah, yeah. The point being, put your fucking masks on, guys. We need to get out of this together. Yeah, because I'm bored now. Yeah, I'm sick of this shit. And Mm. I want to see Dan in real life. I want us to record a podcast where we can breathe on each other's faces. Yeah, like, just that. Not even doing Desert Island Dicks. Just, like, just a really weird fetish podcast of us breathing on each other. Because that was what was going to happen this year. But, you know, just plans changed. If you guys don't wear your mask, you're never going to get mine and Dan's niche face-breathing fetish podcast. (laughs) If that's not an incentive, I don't know what is. I know. I know. It would Um, be nice to do some live shows, though. I mean, of of this, not just the face-breathing one. I'd love to do some more live shows. We did that live show um, with Tom Allen last year. We did one at the Comedy Festival in Fursk. And they were fucking brilliant. And I'd love Mm. to do those again. Um, Yeah. We also, I mean, I can't even say who this is, but we've been offered someone potentially massive for a live show in uh, next October. I know. Uh, I mean, like, if... If if we can sort this pandemic out in time, we promise you a insane guest. Like a like a, please send in your guesses because I'd love to read them. But it's it is fucking excellent. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah. Okay. So listen, before we go, we need to um, put a little pitch out for because we welcome all submissions. If you want to just submit a person, a food, a drink, a song, a film, an animal. That's all fine, but if you mm. want to get involved, but you need a little, um, a little jog, a little help along to think mm. of something, um, we're going to carry on with that theme of just like COVID dicks. Yeah. Some people call them COVIDiots. We're yes. going to call them COVID dick, but not just like people who don't wear a mask. Just stuff that you know you might have been working at home now for like eight months, as lots of us have, and just stuff that's kind of starting to get on your nerves. Like maybe it's a neighbour. Maybe it's like a thing that happens. Maybe it's yourself or just something that you find yourself doing. Or maybe mm. it's an online yoga instructor that you've turned to in your yeah. time of need. You know, like anything like that. So we're just going to keep it broad. But, you know, let's, um, as, seeing as we've just gone back into lockdown, we might as well rake it up again. Yeah, that's it. COVID dicks. Um, Dan, this has been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun, James, as always. Great. All right. Well, I'll see you later then. Okay. Bye. Bye.